Praise the Lord. Good morning. And I want to say uh, happy Mother's Day for all of our mothers. Uh, I'm glad you're with us this morning. Uh, happy Mother's Day to you. I'm going to be reading from the book of Exodus, chapter 1, verse 21. So if you have your Bibles, uh, you can follow along with me or uh, I'll read it to you and you can read the story later. And I urge you to read this story. Incredible story. And this is what it says in Exodus chapter 1, verse 21. I'm reading from the New International Version of the Bible. And it says, And because the midwives feared God, He gave them families of their own. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, we thank You so much this morning for the symbol that mothers provide for us. A symbol of strength, of life, Oh God, and we just thank you for all of the things that they provide, the strength that they give the nation, the life that they give to all of us who have been nurtured by their care. And I just pray this morning as we, as we look at these words that you would speak to us about the incredible value of mothers. And so bless this time that we spend together in Jesus' name. And God's people say, Amen. Amen. Well, it's Mother's Day, and I wanted to talk about mothers, mothers this morning, but mothers as heroes. Now, you, you know, you may know this, I'm not sure that uh, normally when you describe a, a female hero, you describe her as a heroine. Uh, but it doesn't sound too, too clear for some people, uh, because it, it may cause some problems for some, uh, if I mention that I'm going to talk about heroine mothers. So uh, I decided to just say hero mothers. There was, uh, in fact, one brother came to me the other day and he asked, oh, what are you going to be talking about for Mother's Day? And I said, heroin mothers. You know, and he got the wrong idea. You know, uh, I, I, he said, well, our, our mothers got hair on? And I said, no, Gary, it, it's hero mothers is what I'm going to talk about. Hero mothers. The Bible is full of stories about hero mothers. Mothers who were heroes, many of them we know all about, as there's uh, quite a few of them, but then there are others that most of us have never heard of. And, and the two that I'd like to talk about this morning are two that are somewhat obscure, that we haven't heard much about, we don't know much about. And their names are Shifra and Pua. Shifra and Pua, not very popular women. In fact, uh, for most of us, we probably never heard of them. But Shipra and Pua were incredible heroes of their day. And, and even as their legacy continues today, we celebrate what they did. They lived during a time when Moses was born. In fact, they were the official midwives of Egypt. Uh, of Egypt. They were responsible for the births of the uh, mothers there in, in Israel, those that were in captivity, and even those for the nation of Egypt. They were the primary leaders, the, the surgeon generals of, of childbirthing back in the day there in Israel. So they were responsible for the entire nation and the birthing of children. And during this time, the entire nation of Israel was enslaved by Egypt. So they were there in captivity. But despite their enslavement, God caused the number of the Israelites to increase dramatically. And that was good news for Israel. The Bible says in verse 7 
that they were fruitful and multiplied greatly, and they became exceedingly numerous, so that the land was filled with them. For Israel, this is a good thing, but for Pharaoh, it wasn't so good. For Pharaoh, it was a crisis. So he, he tried to come up with a plan to slow the growth of Israel because he saw Israel as a threat. As they continued to increase in number, they would become a threat to Egypt that someday possibly they might seek to overthrow the king of Egypt and take over the nation. So he devised a strategy to reduce their number. Pharaoh decided, you know, if I can get them to uh, somehow slow the growth, stop them from growing, stop them from multiplying, then I can weaken them and I'll become stronger. Egypt will become stronger. So he ordered Shifra and Pua, the midwives, the national midwives, the midwives of Egypt, to create miscarriages. To, to create stillbirths among the Israelites, to cause their children to die in the process of childbirth. That was his strategy. Kill as many of the Israelite male children as you possibly can. And you have to understand, when you look at this story, they feared Pharaoh, these two women. They were Egyptian women. And they feared Pharaoh and his power. Pharaoh was considered a god in Egypt. He was respected as one of the most powerful men in the world. Egypt was a world power. And there was no doubt that he was powerful. The whole world bowed to Egypt at the time. And so he was very well respected. But the Bible says that these two women feared God more. They feared God more than they feared Pharaoh, more than Pharaoh, more than the powers of the government of Egypt. And if they had to decide who, who should we dis disobey, uh, who, whose orders should we follow through on, if there was one person between God, the God of the Israelites, or Pharaoh, the God of Egypt, if there was one that we were to disobey, it was clear to them that it would be Pharaoh. We would not disobey God. So here was something that was taking place inside of these two Egyptian women in, in an impasse. It, when they were confronted with a, a challenge, a, they were confronted with a dilemma. Something inside of these women told them that Pharaoh was wrong. Your, your king, the leader of your nation, the one that Egyptians considered as a god, that, that there's something wrong with Pharaoh. He's wrong. He's wrong in this, in this decision. And, and there could have been times, many times in the past, where he seemed right, where his decisions seemed right, where his decisions caused the nation to flourish as it had. It had grown, and, and it was a world power. Somehow he was making some right decisions there political decisions that pushed the nation over and above all the other nations of the world. But on this occasion, he was dead wrong. And they knew it. They felt it within themselves. Somehow they felt that even though the command was official, the command was immoral. 
So they refused to carry out Pharaoh's command. And you know, this happens today. Even though a command may be official, it doesn't make it moral. And, and it takes people like uh, these two women, Shifra and Pua, to understand the difference. Right? So they refused Pharaoh and his plan. Pharaoh believed that he could make Egypt stronger by taking the lives of the people of Israel. I can make Egypt stronger if I remove from the people of Israel. If I kill the Israelites, I will make them weaker and myself stronger. But Shifra and Pua believed the exact opposite. They believed that true strength comes when you give life. When you give life, you become stronger. When we protect life, when we save life. So they allowed the Hebrew babies to live. So Exodus chapter 1 verse 21 says, and that's the, the, the text we were reading this morning from, from our passage. The text there says, and because the midwives feared God, he gave them families of their own. Wow. These women were heroes. These women were heroes, as, as some would call them herons. <laughs> Normally, when you think of a hero, man, and, and you ask, when you think of a hero, like you think of the super friends, right? When you think of a hero, you think of, of, of those animated characters. If somebody were to ask me, you know, think of, a, a, you know, a hero, you know, a, a, mention a superhero, I'm like Aquaman, you know? I'm trying to think, who would I think of if I'm thinking of a hero, a superhero? I, I wouldn't think about midwives and mothers. I wouldn't think of them. But God made the connection. God sees a connection between hero and a mother. A hero and those that nurture life. Those that, that, uh, uh, you know, that build and protect life. God made that connection. And the reward of God to those who gave life was the gift to bear life themselves. That's what God did for Shifra and, and Pua. He gave them the right, the ability to bear life. Obviously, they were barren, Egyptian midwives that didn't have families of their own. And when God saw the, the decision they made, the, the, the courage that they had to stand against Pharaoh and his, and his evil edict in the land of, of Egypt, God decided, I'm going to bless them with families of their own. And that's what God did. So what about other heroes that we celebrate here in our own contemporary society? We have heroes here. What, what about those? What about the first responders? What about firemen and, and police and, and doctors and nurses and, and the military? And, and we don't want to forget about the beloved teachers, school teachers. We love you, those of you who are teachers. What about them? All of them have a certain kind of hero status. All of them are celebrated and admired. We admire you. We thank you for your selfless hours and what you give to, to others and how you pour yourself out to, to make others better. 
But we often overlook people like these, Shifra and Pua. I looked up the definition of hero. Uh, and right there under, underneath my picture, uh, it said a hero is someone who puts others before himself or herself. It's a person with good moral ethics who does things for the sake of being good and not just for a reward. They do things for the sake of it being good. They recognize that this is good and this is not good. They're able to hear even what sounds like an official command, an official command, and know the distinction between what is official and what is moral and able to choose what is right. Like Shifra and Pua. It's a person of courage, a person of character, men or women, a person of courage that is willing to stand out and do the unthinkable, to do what no one else is doing, not to be fearful and, and, and laid back, but to step forward, to be proactive, to engage when others are disengaged. Courage, a person of character, a role model that others should follow. There, there was a recent study that showed that out of all the people to pick from, as heroes, if you think about all of the people that you can choose from as heroes, this study was looking for who would people pick? And they're looking at, you know, things like legends of the past, humanitarians, uh, uh, Pastor Kevin or superstars and all these other people. This survey found that mothers were selected as the number one hero. Mothers. People like some of you, Diana, Margaret, you know, the wonderful mothers that we have in, in our church. Uh, Patricia, Patty, you know, all, all of the mothers, uh, you know, wonderful people. The, this survey, thinking, I would think that whole list, that, that humongous list of, of what people commonly think, traditionally, of, of heroes, and Aquaman wasn't even in the list, right? People chose mothers as the number one hero. Amazing. I found that amazing. These researchers found that mothers, more than anybody else, met people's needs. More than anybody else contributed to the shaping of character. More than anybody else, they molded others to become their best selves. That's amazing. Mothers did that. You know, back in the 50s, there was a man by the name of Abraham Maslow, a psychologist. And he developed this, this idea that he called the hierarchy of human needs. The hierarchy of human needs. And, and it was a list of five of the most basic human needs, necessary needs, that humans definitely have to have in order to survive, in order to thrive. Five basic human needs. And mothers are considered masters at helping their children meet every single one of those five basic needs. Mothers do that. Amazing. They are heroes. They are heroes from providing physical nourishment and safety and, and, and to love and affection 
and all the way to supporting emotional and spiritual well-being to help their children realize their full selves, to become their full selves. Mothers do that. And there are others who are mother-like in their compassion and nurturing and care. Heroes, or, or like some would call herons. <laughs> Got some herons in the house. And I, and I must admit, see, Aquaman can't do that. Aquaman can't do that. Shifra and Pua risked their lives to save Israelite babies. Egyptian women risked their lives to save Israelite babies. And as a reward for what they did, God gave them children of their own, families of their own. Wow, for those that are looking for families, looking for relationships, man, maybe we should do good things. Maybe we should do good things. And perhaps God will give us families of our own. Who better to make hero mothers than hero women? God is looking for hero women to build families. I believe this is a picture of the stuff mothers are made of. This is a picture of what God uses to make good mothers, strong mothers, courageous mothers, someone who is admired, someone who is loved and respected. I believe God is calling all heroes this morning for such a time as this. God is looking for mothers, women who will stand up in adversity, who will stand up in times of challenge. When, when people are suffering, who will stand up for the weak, for the brokenhearted and the lonely. That's what the world needs. Heroes like this. Calling all heroes. If you're out there, respond to God. God wants to use your life. It's time to stand up and be counted. Let your courage change the world. Let, let your, your bravery save a life. Let faith be your superpower. Faith that moves mountains. We can change the world. By, by, by the, the use of, of superhero mothers, herons, faith, strength, courage, bravery, right? A kind of faith that, that believes God for the world, that shows up for prayer meetings. The kind of faith that prays children, wayward children back home. That, that prays for husbands and loved ones that are lost. And, and through the, their prayers, there's something effective, something powerful that touches and changes lives. Heroes like that. It's amazing. A faith that changes and transforms cities. I believe God can use mothers to do that. They are heroes. God does great things for those who give life to others. Little did Shifra and Pua know that one of the babies that they allowed to live would grow up to become a great deliverer. Because one of the babies was Moses. Moses would not be born if it weren't for these two women. Israel would not have been delivered. I'm sure God could have found someone else. I'm sure God could have raised up someone else. But thank God for Shifra and Pua. Unknown heroes that gave life, unknown heroes that were courageous, that stood for what was right, 
in a time when evil was reigning. So Exodus chapter 1 verse 21 says, And because the midwives feared God, he gave them families of their own. I'd like to pray for you mothers this morning. We thank you. We appreciate you. We love you. And all of you who are mother-like, you know, not just mothers, but mother-like, who are nurturing, caring, who give of yourself for, for the sake of others. We, we love you and we appreciate you. So let's pray. Let me pray for you. Father God, I thank you. I thank you for the model that you've given us in mothers. Their kindness, their strength, their courage, the goodness. Those, my God, whose children rise up to call them blessed. Those that shape a society with morals, with spiritual grounding. Those, Father God, that nurture and educate that provide character and backbone for their children. I pray your blessing upon them today and forever. Be with them, Father God. I pray, help us to learn from them what it means to be brave and courageous. I ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Well, God bless you, and have a wonderful Mother's Day. Well, God bless you, and I certainly hope the Lord spoke to your hearts this morning. Uh, whether you're a mother or not, you are all heroes in my book. And we are excited because as these conversations continue about the uh, potential lifting of the restrictions due to the COVID-19 mandates, we're just excited about the thought of returning to live church services but we're thinking about this very cautiously. We want safety to be our primary concern, the safety of our members and the safety of the community. And so we'll be thinking about, talking about uh, how to do that in a safe manner uh, as we plan for and project for a grand reopening day. We're thinking about implementing the three S's, uh, one of screening, who can return to a, a live church service, spacing, and how we will implement spacing within our congregation, within the sanctuary and fellowship areas, and also sanitation, making sure that we maintain the, the cleanest, most sanitary environment possible for our, our community. Because we love the city of Inglewood and we love you. And so as we think about this, we'll keep you posted and we're just excited. So pray that uh, God leads us in the decisions that we have to make. God bless you.